Hello everybody, welcome to the Foghorn podcast. This is a podcast where I interview real people about real conversations and it's all about authenticity and humour. In series one, I interview 18 to 24 year olds who share their challenging experiences they went through during their teenage years. They talk about how they overcame these experiences and what would have helped them overcome them more easily. In doing this, I'm hoping to help other teenagers who are going through similar experiences now. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast and you get value from it as much as I have enjoyed making it. Thank you so much and see you there. My next guest, Anaka, is the founder and CEO of MindChamps, an international youth-led organization on a mission to make mental health more inclusive and accessible. Anaka is also a Toastmasters International Certified Competent Communicator, a TEDx speaker, and a mentor for younger students. And if that isn't enough, she is also a recipient of the Sheikh Hamdan Award and Sharjah Excellence Award for Distinguished Academic and Extracurricular Performance. She aspires to become a published author, travel the world, and become the first Prime Minister of India. Today, Anaka will share with us a challenging time she faced during her teens when she had to decide what to study at university. She talks us through how she overcame this difficult period in her life and offers amazing advice to anyone else who is going through the same period. I hope you enjoy it. Hello Anaka, thank you so much for joining us on the Foghorn podcast today. What would you like to share with us today? Hello, thank you so much for having me on board. Uh, today, I would like to share with you my experience of uh, trying to choose my career path, trying to find uh, what major to do in university and how it is going to connect to my uh, journey uh, later on as you know, into the professional world and so on. So I'll, I'll give you a brief idea about how things work in uh, you know, the Indian curriculum. So I, I studied in an Indian curriculum school in the UAE uh, all my life. And how it works is when you reach grade 10, uh, you are supposed to, uh, uh, after your grade 10, you're supposed to choose one out of the three streams. So you've got a science stream, you've got a commerce stream, and you've got a humanities and an arts stream. Uh, now the thing was, uh, these uh, these streams are pretty much you know boxed into categories. So you know I'm I'm a person with diverse interests. So I'm passionate about science. I love experimenting with uh, physics, with chemistry. At the same time, I also love literature. I love politics. I love economics. Mm. Now, uh, and and there's there's clearly no uh, way to sort of uh, choose options from across streams. So what happened? Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Okay, so uh, at this point, I wanted to do uh, now, I wanted to sort of, uh, I, I was, uh, I mean, I was pretty good at academics from the, you know, traditional standards I scored uh, in the 90%. Did you? Uh, That's amazing. <laughs> uh, I mean, which is, uh, so everybody sort of expected me to go ahead and take science and probably become a doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Traditional standards. So, but but that, but the thing is, I it's not that I didn't like science, but I I felt that maybe I should uh, sort of go ahead and uh, take up humanities simply because I wanted to show that you know 
you know, the misconception, I want to sort of break the misconception about uh, uh, people who think that people in humanities are not intelligent enough. I wanted to do that. Wow. Uh, but again, I wasn't very confident because I felt I would miss science if I were to go and take up humanities. Uh, and I was confused. And again, people around me couldn't sort of give me the best advice because everyone just kept telling me, you're good at academics, go take science. That was the only advice I was getting from anybody around me. What about, and how were you feeling at this time? You said you were feeling confused. Were you like feeling stressed as well or worried about what your family might think if you chose something else to study? one thing was, uh, first of all, my parents, I mean, it's the first time that they're seeing someone confused about what they want to take. So they were, they were tensed. And, you know, that tension and that stress sort of, you know, passed on to me because, I mean, we stay yeah. together and we interact. So uh, that, that sort of thing was passing on to me. And plus, it was the fear. So first of all, I was feeling the fear of being inadequate because I, I can see everyone around me sort of having a clear idea about everything. And I felt, you know, I was the only person who didn't know what to do in life. And maybe I was a failure. And you were and 15. You were 15 as yeah. well. Imagine, how are you supposed to know what you want to do at 15? Yeah. And then you expect to stick on, you know, choose a path at 15 and stick on to it for eternity. I mean, I don't know how that works. So, so then I, uh, I mean, I started uh, doing, uh, um, yeah, and then I was also sort of very, very scared because, you know, what if I don't choose a career and what if I don't find a job and what if I don't have anything to do in life and, you know, really? cycle of self-doubt and, you know, mm. what if I, like that what if, what if cycle, it's, it's just so taxing and, mm. uh, uh, and, you know, I couldn't sleep properly at night. I couldn't uh, wow. sort of, uh, you know, concentrate on what was going on. Uh, I mean, it was a very challenging experience, but. Uh, did anyone, time, sorry, did yeah. anyone say to you, you know, it, whatever you choose is okay. It's fine. Did anyone say that to you? Uh, my, uh, my group of close best friends did say that to me, uh, they were, uh, I mean, they were pretty supportive because I mean, I, I'm someone, uh, who, uh, uh so, um, yeah, I have, a, I have a diverse range of interests and, you know, uh, uh, my friends have been super supportive of that. So they were like, you know, whatever you choose, you can maybe sort of switch your career later or, you know, they were being pretty understanding. But again, as a 15 year old, and now what I was feeling was that my friends were of my age, what were they supposed to know? I mean, it's not that I don't trust my friends, but, you know, you have that general feeling that, you know, people of your age don't know only as much as you. So maybe they're just saying things uh, to make me okay. feel better. Okay. Okay. You know, maybe, okay. maybe I was overthinking, but, you know, that was yeah, a sort of thing that was on in my mind. Okay. So yeah, so, and my teachers were also not being very helpful because they were constantly asking me what I wanted to do. And, you know, when I was trying to tell them that this, then they would, I mean, see, I mean, from coming from a traditional background, even they sort of expected me to go ahead and take science and, you know, say become a doctor or become an engineer. So, you know, that sort of thing was there. So, you know, it was very difficult to get anyone to listen to what I was saying and, you know, try and uh, figure out what to do. So then I then I started going online and looking out for resources. Now, uh, when I say looking out for resources, I was looking at unconventional jobs. So 
jobs that sort of uh, bring science and the humanities together interdisciplinary fields i was you know trying and reading up about them and uh, i sort of came across uh, things like uh, neuroeconomics which is a combination of neuroscience and economics i came across science diplomacy which is something where uh, you know you are a scientist and you are also you are in the diplomatic practice so you know you basically helping make policies about uh, scientific concepts like say artificial intelligence or cryptocurrencies so yeah that's a thing wow so, so we did all of that that's amazing that you were doing that you're going through all that stress all of that pressure you had to make a huge decision you were 15 years old yeah i think that's yeah amazing anyway sorry carry on uh, yeah and you know i started finding these things but but again uh, i was, uh, a lot of uh, times the problem was that these resources were very much sort of focused in the united states so you know they were about people in the united states they were about uh, things that were happening in the united states so you know someone uh, an indian uh, youngster growing up in the middle east i i that again got me more stressed because i felt i wouldn't be able to do that because i'm not in the united states and because all the resources say that these things exist in the united states i mean there were no resources about people who were in these interdisciplinary fields in my region either in india or in the middle east so it was that was pretty uh, you know stressful as well how much time did you have like did you feel like time was running out to make this decision like did, it sounds like you was you had so much on i'm just wondering how you you fit you fitted all of this in in your schedule uh, okay so what happens is you've got uh, uh, your board exams i mean the, your final board exams coming up in march and you have time uh, from your summer vacations that's july august up to december to sort of you know uh, okay. figure out and you know sort of tell your school i mean you've got to fill out a form and all of that so uh you know and once you fill it out it's final so you can oh. like go ahead and change it so it's like you know after fill the form yeah i mean i was pretty much the last person to sort of put it in but uh but so so towards the end i sort of figured out that you know i could request my school or i could you know sort of ask out if if i can do a science stream along with an economic subject so you know something like a merge thing i mean i would be in the science wow. stream but i would also be doing eco so wow. uh, uh, i mean that was something i came up because i saw that a couple of other schools uh, had some students take up this stream and i uh, so uh it was you know i i sort of asked and you know initially they were like no why would you want to do this what would even i mean why would anyone want to do this stream why would i mean it wouldn't i mean it isn't the traditional notion of what you call successful and you know everyone was just around me asking me what i want to do and you know why do i want to take economics with the science stream uh and then then i went uh, so you know i had to sort of convince them so i went online again and i started looking out for universities that offer courses in uh science and economics i mean or you know science and humanities subjects together so i i did find a couple of universities and you know i mailed that to my principal and i told her see uh, you know these are the things i can do after i finish a science stream with eco and you know these these are my career prospects and all of that and you know they found they saw that i'm serious about it and they said okay go ahead and you know uh, 
uh, sort of take this, take up the stream. Uh, and, and, you know, once they found out that, you know, I wasn't simply being dreamy about it, they, they sort of gave me an opportunity to do it. And uh, I, uh, I was, uh, so there were four of us who decided to take up this uh, wow. stream. And we were we were the first students in our school to uh, you know probably do a hybrid of science and humanities streams. And we used to sit in class with humanities students and uh, study economics. I mean, it, it it was a pretty a good or a new experience, and it sort of showed me that you know if I really wanted to do something, I could possibly do it, and you know I could get other people to support me. That's amazing because you know you were on your own at first so what drove you do you think was it intuition that you just thought i need to do this like what made you carry on because it sounds like everybody around you in authority were just kind of against your idea and there's you this 15 year old but you're still you know was it self-belief like what kept you going that sounds very stressful uh, okay yeah, a lot so of people would have just given up yeah so initially my parents were you know pretty confused themselves you know why is my kid be all confused when other kids are all you know so clear but you know gradually they sort of understood that you know i wasn't just being kiddish or being naive and they they realized that you know maybe i wanted something different out of the whole experience and they start sort of started sitting down with me and talking to me about what I really want. And uh, in, during the initial part, of course, I was researching on my own, but, you know, towards the later stages, even, you know, they started getting on board with the idea and, uh, you know, helping me research and reach out to people who I could wow. speak to and ask. So, you know, they were being extremely supportive. Like initially they were also in a sense of shock, but, you know, they, they recovered definitely faster than me and they, you know, started... <laughs> Uh, you know, trying and making things easier for me. Uh, my best friends were extremely supportive. Uh, you know, they kept telling me, I mean, I had a new idea every single day about what I do in life. And, you know, they kept listening to me. And, you know, I think the best part about uh, the process was that I had people to sort of listen to what I was saying, regardless of what I was saying, you know, whether it was making sense or not, there were people who were sort of sitting down and listening to what I was saying and, you know, genuinely listening. I mean, not just, you know, hearing me out, but, you know, putting yeah. in an effort to understand what I'm trying to say, which was, which was, you know, very, very good. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and, and again, uh, I was also, uh, uh, there were a couple of good books that were pretty helpful. I mean, not in the sense that it helped me choose my career, but in the sense that, you know, it gave me a sense of hope to stick on to things. What were they? So, What's the name of the books? Uh, so uh, The Alchemist was one of the books, mm. you know, it talks about the personal legend and, uh, you know, follow your heart and all of wow. that. Uh, so yes, The Alchemist was super helpful. And uh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, and so what, looking back now, what would have made that period in your life like easier and less stressful do you think uh okay so uh, after that i mean i uh, finished high school two years later and uh, uh when i finished high school uh and while i was trying to choose my university 
uh, uh, I, I again face the same sort of challenge because, you know, the universities that have these, you know, interdisciplinary courses, they're pretty hard to get into. So again, you know, I got into this whole cycle of uh, uh, how do I, uh, you know, what if I don't get into those universities and what do I do, then what do I study, you know, that sort of okay. thing. Uh, so, um, so that, that was again, a very tax experience, but it was during that time that I came across a TED talk by, uh, Emily Wapnick. So she was talking about something called the multi-potentialite personality trait. So what this means is a multi-potentialite is a person who is, who has a diverse range of interests and who can use these interests to, you know, sort of work across a domain of careers. So, you know, someone who's a multi-potentialite is not just, uh, not just one professional, you know, she is not just an artist, but she's also an artist and an entrepreneur and a, and a writer and a traveler, you know, that sort of thing. So, uh, so I found out, uh, through, and then, you know, I went into her website called Pretty Like, and I sort of figured out that I'm a multi-potentialite and, you know, what my diverse range of interest is actually not a bad thing, but it's something that, you know, is an actual personality trait and something that should be embraced. So, I mean, and I think this is something that sort of needs to go into the school culture. So in, in my school or in my school schooling community, if there was an understanding of the fact that, you know, kids who are not, who don't have a decision about their career, even when, you know, they come to say 15 years old, 16 years old, it's completely fine. Uh, so, um, you know, we have a tendency to sort of, you know, uh, what do you say, appreciate this, the children who have an aim right from childhood. Uh, that's a good thing. I mean, that's a personality, that is a specialist personality trait. Uh, and it's a, that, that's a different type of personality trait. So, you know, students yeah. who are not able to sort of figure things out, they, they, they might probably be multi-potentialized. And this is one personality trait that is not, you know, very wow. much encouraged in our yeah. uh, community. And there must be so many teenagers who don't know what they want to do. I think there's more teenagers who are probably in your situation than, than knowing what they want to do from the beginning. But that's, that's unusual. That's, they're the exception, I would say. And, and, and again, the prob probably, you know, people who say, I don't know what they want to do. It, it's not that they don't know. It's just that they haven't found what they want to do yet. Yeah, exactly. 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 How, how would you possibly know at 15? You haven't lived enough, you know. Um, no, that's fascinating. And so what happened? Then you found, you got into university and... Uh, yes, so I, I got into, uh, I mean, thankfully, I got through the entrance exams of uh, Bill Institute of Technology. And, uh, uh, and, and, and thankfully, this university is uh, uh, where I can do a dual degree in science and in economics. And wow. uh, so that, that's what I'm going to uh, be starting to do. I mean, I'm currently in my first year and in my first year, I am uh, doing uh, only the sciences, but starting from my second year, I'll be doing a dual degree in uh, economics, which, wow. you know, that's what I wanted to do all along. Yeah. Do you feel like you, at the end of it all, you chose to combine them to keep like your family happy and also keep yourself happy? Do you feel like that's why you combined them both? Uh, initially, when I combined that, that was my sort of goal, you know, 
to keep me happy, keep my family happy. Uh, but when I started doing uh, both together in my grades 11 and 12, I understood that that's actually what I wanted to do all along, but wow. just didn't know about it. Wow, so, this is you amazing. Know, because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and because of my background in the sciences, I got into a mentorship program at the New York Academy of Science. Amazing. Uh, something called the Thousand Girls, Thousand Futures Mentorship Program. And I was the only, uh, I was in fact the first person from uh, UAE to be uh, sort of a part of the program. Wow. Uh, so, I, I, and that has been a life-changing experience because uh, uh, I met a lot of a lot of women uh, who are in diverse branches of science uh, and I sort of found out that, you know, science is not just about being, say, an engineer or a doctor, but it's also about a lot of other things. Mm. And so what would be your advice for the millions of teens who are going through that the same experience that you've been through? Maybe they're under pressure to study something, but they don't want to, and they're, and they're feeling alone and under stress. What would be your advice to them? Uh, I mean, I, I personally don't like being advised, so I <laughs> how much advice is going to help people, but I can, I can say something that I've learned along the way and maybe it might help someone. Uh, so, so one thing is, uh, if you don't know what you're going to do, the first thing that you need to sort of do is to feel comfortable with that feeling. So, you know, be okay with not knowing what you want to do. I mean, even if everyone around you is already, you know, know they already know what their life's purpose is and they are dashing towards their goal it's absolutely fine if you don't know yet because i mean you can always find out and uh, if you are sort of feeling alone i would say find someone to talk to and someone i mean not someone who would know everything but someone who would sit down and listen to you so it may be your parents maybe your friends maybe even you know people on the internet <laughs> Uh, I mean, there are a lot of uh, platforms on the internet as well, yeah. which offer you an opportunity to sort of communicate with, you know, someone on the other side. I, mean, I personally am not comfortable with that. But if you are someone who's okay with, mm -hmm. you know, confiding in someone who doesn't know you and you're you know, more comfortable with doing that than relying on people who you can see face to face, then, you know, go ahead and do yeah. that. But And it sounds like you got a lot of your information from the internet. That's how, you know, you found out that there were other avenues that you could take. So being informed, I think, it sounds like being informed helped you as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And, yes. Carry on. Yeah. And, and I mean, I sort of uh, got into, I mean, to my uh, experiences at the New York Academy of Science, I then went on to be accepted to a Girls for SDGs platform of the United Nations. Wow. And uh, through this platform, I met a lot of science diplomats. So, you know, the people I had read about uh, when I was 15 and trying to figure out who they are, I actually had an opportunity to interview science diplomats and figure out what their career paths look like. And, you know, I'm, I'm more sort of, you know, accepting the fact that, you know, science diplomacy is closer to me than I think that I thought before. Wow, what an amazing story. So have you an inspiring story, actually? Have you got anything else to say before we before we finish? Uh, so I would say uh, uh, there are a couple of uh, uh, things that you could always do, you know, to sort of make you feel better. 
and one thing is to stay curious and stay open minded and you know always grab on and learn new things i mean even if you are someone who's uh, you know who's say a science student but if you hear something about art history don't just you know push it away saying it's not my domain i mean the world is growing so rapidly and evolving so rapidly and it's you know very very important to say stay sort of interconnected and stay interdisciplinary so you know don't say this is not my thing because i mean in a couple of years there'll be no my thing or your thing anymore everyone is going to work across domains and yeah. and that's something very interesting that i came across uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, i was reading a book called the gene by siddhartha mukherjee and through this book i found out that you know the innovators we sort of exalt uh, a scientist say a uh, pythagoras uh, pythagoras who invented the pythagoras theorem uh, he uh, the, and uh, say gregor mendel who discovered uh, the laws of genetics mm. they were actually working interdisciplinary so gregor mendel was a monk who went to study physics at university and then went on to you know grow pea plants in his garden and he he sort of applied the laws of physics to sort of come to the laws of genetics so it's uh, you know all of our inventors and our innovators have actually been interdisciplinary and it's really sad that you know we are sort of being boxed these days and maybe that's why we don't have you know a lot of i mean of course a lot right, of innovation but not the sort of breakthrough innovations that used to happen a couple of centuries ago maybe you know we've lost them because we've been so busy trying to figure out which box we fit into yeah and there's no box to fit into that's a brilliant way to end this there is no box to fit into we create our own box yeah or not a or box maybe we don't need box yeah we don't need a box there's no box yes no thank you so much anaka and um Yes, thank you for that and I'm sure you've inspired lots of people listening to this. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for having me again and yeah, looking forward. Thank you very much for listening to the Foghorn podcast. If you have got any value from this, please can you follow me on Spotify and give me a great rating on Apple. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.